and gentlemen, welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nashon. Today is going to be a great day, and if it has not been a great day for you, you need to will it into fucking existence. I, I love saying that, because it's, it's legitimately true, but... I would love to sit here and do a long intro and then talk about a topic and then take a break, but this is a record breaker. This show that I have in the pipeline today is the longest that I will be putting together without breaking it up into multiple episodes. And the reason why I chose not to break it up into multiple episodes is very simple. There was really no good breaking point to break up the episode. So, with that being said, let's get ready to unmute uh, Ryan and Bennett. And we're going to talk about the NBA. Alright guys, you ready? Oh, once again, Zoom decides to let us know that we have been recorded. Oh God, oh God. And please, for the love of God, let's hope this gets does better than uh, the train wreck that was uh, the NHL preview with Mike, but then again, it wasn't a train wreck. It was fun. Um, We have a masked Bennett who apparently decided to mute his microphone. I was muting it for the intro. My bad, my bad. Didn't want to cough or anything, but I'm a little sick, so mask required. See, before we hit record, I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pick on you, and then you just give me ammunition. I'm just... Uh, it never ends, does it? Never ends. No, it never ends. But there's, there's two constants in this world: death and picking on me. <laughs> and taxes. It, and taxes. Three, three. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh man. Well, actually, joining us in the in the virtual studio, we have unmuted him for the first time, Mr. Ryan Plasky. How are you doing, sir? I'm absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I ate a peanut butter jelly sandwich before coming on here, so I'm in a good mood. Well, apparently, uh, judging by the background, you just came back from the fucking Carolina Catalina wine mixer. Catalina wine mixer? Yes. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, no big deal. Oh right, yes. Um, somebody's been I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a, I have, I just have prestige, you know. I think somebody's been watching Step Brothers way too many times. I just want to sit here and say that. <laughs> no, I got that one. I got that one, and I got this other Pokemon one that says "fuck the police" on it, and it's like the Squirtle Squad from that one episode. I got the, I bought those at the same time. So, oh, <laughs> uh, hey Kyle, uh, get that mute button ready and rear end to go. <laughs> well, luckily, since this is a podcast and this isn't um, WCC Radio. The FCC uh, is not an issue we have to worry they about. Have no, they have no jurisdiction out here on Zoom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, unless you're doing a radio show on Zoom, which uh, true that was that that was an adventure. That one time I tried to do it for my last show, but you know that was oh my gosh, that was insanity. <laughs> it's fun, but yeah, it was it was it was the it was fun insanity. So, um, Ryan, awesome, welcome to the uh, show to the to the podcast. Um, just real briefly, so you don't bore everybody, not mess with you. Um, just give us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know you are a uh, student at Coastal. Mm-hmm. Just go from there. Junior Coastal, journalism major uh, from Red Bank, New Jersey. If anybody knows where that's from. Uh, big on sports. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was like into sports as much as I was until COVID happened. And then, like, sports were gone for, like, six months. And it was, like, I didn't really, like, I had no idea, like, how much I, like, talked about sports and, like, would read about sports and would, like, like, think about sports to myself as they were happening until they were all gone. And, like, now, and then the second that, second everything came back, like, that's when, like, that's when I started, that's when my friends and I started our show. That's when, like, I really, like, kind of like took a lot of steps forward to like doing stuff like this so i'm glad that i'm here oh hey trust me i i know you know when covid everything happened um i remember doing an episode of sports uncaged and it was basically a i was going to talk about oh my god why in the world is the how do ncaa going to do a tournament without no fans to basically a uh, like a almost an hourly update of oh my god this is happening this is stopped I mean I I, I went to uh, Magoo's and I was like hey can you change the TV off of the uh, game four of the uh, 1984 Stanley Cup Finals <laughs> and the bartender was like well it's either that or the 2000 Wimbledon oh okay well I guess Ooh. hockey. <laughs> But Hockey's dope, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Hockey is awesome. I mean, no, or horrible at picking hockey, but hockey's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually decided to do uh, hockey fancy this uh, this year. I tried it last year, and I was like, okay, let me try it again. And you know, so I, I joined this uh, league on Yahoo. Let me pull it up real quick. And right now, looks like I'm going to lose week one, uh, three, five, and two. But my first pick was the Tampa Bay goalie, Andre Verlosky. Do goalies put up numbers in fantasy hockey? Mm-hmm. Oh, they do? Um, and my next two picks were Sebastian Naho and Andre Smetsnikov from the Hurricanes. So that's two Hurricanes in a row. Okay. Yeah, I was I was shocked too. But to answer your question about that, with um, goaltenders, uh, wins, goals against average, save percentage, and uh, shutouts. So basically, those are all things that they work out with their hmm? when they get when they get points racked up for them. Yeah, like that's no. how. No, I didn't know that. Okay. So, so basically, what happened is, um, 
like throughout the week, they'll compile the stats of all my goaltenders. And then if I have like my goal, goals against average for uh, the week was 2.79, my opponent's was 3.06. So I won that point. So, although my plus minus was negative five. So, but unfortunately, I was unable to draft anybody from Georgia Tech. Uh, but they're still winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> uh, and if you know, you know who has you know who has very similar colors to Georgia Tech, who's also going to win the Stanley Cup, the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> uh, I knew. I'm more of a Kraken fan myself. <laughs> so for it, if, if you want to know what my uh, Seattle Kraken fan, yeah. Hey, well, somebody oh, has no. to be a fan. <laughs> hey. Yeah, no. I mean, I picked. I picked them up. They're new. Hey, honestly, the Nashville Predators. I've got to give credit to their um, social media team. <laughs> the the banner they put on their uh, social media page. Uh, <laughs> Giving uh, giving Seattle their first win in franchise history, like that's Southern hospitality in itself. So, but I mean, we could sit here and talk about hockey, but we're not here talking about. It. We're here talking. We're about no, we are not. We're here talking about the NBA, and the defending champions are the Milwaukee Bucks defeating the Phoenix Suns in what I feel is the best finals in about six to seven years because LeBron wasn't in it. None none of the usual suspects were in it. It is two teams that hadn't had success in a long time in the NBA finals. So yeah. it was a fresh matchup. And the Suns been in the finals Barkley? The Suns, yes, the Suns did go to the finals with Barkley, but they had a problem. No, I meant like, I meant like, did they, have they been to the finals oh, like, since, in, between oh. Barkley, in between Barkley no. and last season? No. No, right? They haven't. Yeah. And, they had and, close and, with Nash, but they never made it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the one problem when they had Barkley was um, this, this little guy from uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, who went to Chapel Hill and played at UNC. Yeah, I mean, Michael Jordan. Yeah, so yeah, Michael Jordan. I, I wonder what happened to him. Okay, I'm going to have to say MJ's greatest player of all time, but favorite player of all time is different than greatest player because my favorite player of all time is Kobe. Okay. But I feel like if I say Kobe and MJ in the same sentence, people start to get a little flustered. But Not really. Well, I, I'll Kobe's say here. Well, I'll, I'll sit here and say this, and I think I said it on um, another show, but uh, if it wasn't for Dr. J, we wouldn't have Bird and Magic. And if it wasn't for Bird and Magic, we wouldn't have had MJ. If it wasn't for MJ, we wouldn't have had Kobe. And if it wasn't for Kobe, we wouldn't have LeBron. If it wasn't for um, Bill Russell, we wouldn't have had Dr. J. There you go. <laughs> No, if but, you don't get if you don't get Bill and Will, then you don't get Kareem. Exactly. Sure. So, but the one thing um, because uh, what we want to do first is talk about worst free agent pickups of the off season. This was not as condensed of an off season as last year because of the world going batshit crazy. 
which yeah. it's kind of still is there. Well, luckily, Toronto will be able to have home games, so that's good. There's no uh, t- uh, Tampa Bay uh, Raptors. Yeah. But before we talk about that, I want to ask one question. Um, I do not know if you guys have talked about it on WCC Radio, um, but I want to start with the new guy, Ryan. What is your opinion on the Kyrie Irving situation in Brooklyn? I talked about I, I talked about this okay. on uh, one of my hours, I think, like last week. Uh, if you don't want to take, if you don't want to get the vaccine for whatever whatever your reason is, you have you have the right to not get it. I I get it. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. However, when you're making $35 million a year to play basketball and everybody else, staff, staff, players, trainers, and coaches all have it, for, I'm pretty sure for the most part at least, there might be like a couple other people in the Nets organization who don't, but the majority of the organization has the vaccine. Players and coaches have all expressed that they want, that they wanted Kyrie to play with them. And they hope, and they were expressing that he, they anticipate him to get the vaccine that he would play this season. And now he's, and now he's just like, nah. Now then he just goes like, basically, nah, fuck that. And mm-hmm. that's just kind of like, okay. if you're on a team, if you're on a team of that caliber, and if you're and you yourself are one of like the twenty best players in the league, like you, you kind of have to put your your own personal personal morals aside take a step back and just like do what's right for the team to like try to win a championship you got guys like james harden on that roster who've never won one never been to the finals before no we went to the finals one time with the thunder i mean just uh, just think of all the nba legends that have never won an nba championship so exactly. i mean we, we can do an entire hour just on that um, exactly I, and, I, and you're holding your and you're holding your team back because you won't get back I I agree with you, uh, Bennett. I'll let you take the floor before I give my take. So, when you're a player like Kyrie Irving, who is top twenty in the NBA right now, uh, on a super team right now, you have to remember that there are kids that look up to you. There are people outside of just the organization that are counting on you, looking up to you, idolizing you. And when you say I'm not going to take a vaccine, and you say you're not going to do something like that. It shows that you really don't care about the fans. You don't care about the organization. You don't care about anything but yourself. And it's very self-centered. My my thing is, fuck Kyrie Irving. I I, I don't think the Nets were going to go that far anyway. I don't think they got what it takes. I think they're going to fizzle out the playoffs, even if they make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But Kyrie Irving went from a really respected player in the NBA, you know, um, consistency, dribble moves, all of that great stuff about Kyrie to if, if you like Kyrie Irving, then you are not a fan of the vaccines at this point. And that is, while you can still respect the guy for what he's done with the sport, I can't respect him as a, as a person if he won't take the vaccine. And so, even if he does at this point, it's sort of like, oh, well, you just want to make money. You know, that's the reason now. You really don't care about what effect you could have had if they didn't require you to get vaccine, vaccinated. 
Right. So fuck Kyrie Irving. I don't I, I don't want to see that guy on the basketball court again. Yeah, personally, I don't I don't care to ever see him play again. Okay. So you just don't do that. You don't do that. I, I agree. So here here's my stance on it. Um, as as someone who's watched the game uh, a few more years than you guys, um, it's one of those scenarios where yeah you 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 you're making that money. You're you're making you're a role model to a lot of people. Um, but and I also understand and I also get it. It's his right. This is the United States. This isn't China or Russia, where if the leader says you get the shot, uh, you have two options, three options: get the shot, get forced to get the shot, or go to Siberia. But. He is pay. Uh, he was, I think, would be set to lose sixteen million dollars by not playing. And I believe, and I, I can't remember where I heard this, but they said I think that's the reason why they traded for James Harden was they don't know if they really can trust Kyrie Irving because he was already a troublemaker even before all this so as i have been told most of my life you are free to make whatever decision you want you just have to be man or woman enough to accept the consequences the problem is he's not accepting the consequences he's refusing to accept the consequences because he feels he should Oh, yeah, well, I should be able to play even though I don't want the vaccine. You know, if you don't want the vaccine, I don't care. If you want the vaccine, I don't care. That's, um, I'm in no way, shape, or form trying to compare these two, but there's a similar thing. It's like, um, people's religious views or people's sexual orientation. I don't give two shits who you pray to, if you pray to anybody at all, who you choose to sleep with, if you choose to sleep with anyone at all, just don't force it on me. He is forcing his view on the impressionable youth who are going to say, oh, well, since Kyrie is doing I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to say this, and then we're going to go on to a little more topic. If one of your defenders is Ted Cruz who told who sided with the shut up and dribble crowd you really need to think your choices when you when you have Ted Cruz one of the scum of the earth backing you up before we get back to the podcast I want to let everyone know about my intro. That is Sax, Rock, and Roll by Kevin McLeod. This song and other songs that are royalty-free are being able to be found on IncomTech.com. So, all right. Now, now that we've got that out of the way, and uh, yeah. Ryan is cringing like, holy shit. What no, 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 no. I mean, no. I mean, like, anybody, if... if if one of the guys in your corner is pro shut up, I didn't even think about that. Like if 
somebody backing you up is pro to the shut up and dribble, we'll say scandal, or like shut the shovel, shut up and dribble uh, debate, I guess. Yep. That's not a good. Yeah, that's not a good look. I agree. No. Because yeah. guess what? He he will be more happy to turn against you if you say something. So let's put it this way: If Kyrie Irving yeah. said, uh, "Black Lives Matter," but I'm not getting the vaccine, Ted Cruz's head would explode. He would go. I support that he doesn't get the vaccine, but but nothing else. Not what he said. Oh, but, but what about what he said? Well, I didn't listen. I was I wasn't paying attention. But I know. I mean, he's, huh? he's against, against the vaccine, even though I've already had the vaccine. And yeah, trust me, I could really go on for this. But we are going to try to at least make sure this doesn't go off the rails. And we're going to talk about the worst free agent pickup in this shortened, but not as short as last season, offseason. So, Bennett, what team made the worst decision when it comes to a free agent signing? So when I was picking this, uh, and I always start, you know, anytime I'm on your show, I always say, so when I when I decided on this. Uh, but when I when I picked this this team and I picked this player, um, I looked at, at, at all of the free agent signings, and there were a lot of um, backup players that got dra- signed. You know, right. like a lot of them. And so there were a couple, just a couple of big name free agents. So I decided not to go with like the Lakers or something because that's easy pickings at this point because they're all old. But uh, I decided to go with the, the Heat, and I decided to go with the um, Duncan Robinson signing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. I see the face that Kyle's making. Uh, let me just quickly pull up Miami's roster again. Um, uh, I should have had this pulled up earlier. My bad. Um, so can, when we look can, at, can we at just Miami's blame it on roster, Matt? yeah, we can blame it on Matt. Right, it's Matt's cool. fault. <laughs> he says L. Um, so when we look at their. Um, when we look at their roster, they brought in Kyle Lowry, which is definitely a really good free agent signing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. A good, nice veteran uh, helps balance out Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and um, whoever they have the power forward. I would assume Markeith Morris or PJ Tucker. Um, but then they also signed Victor Oladipo, which uh, again is a good signing. He's younger, you know. He's still somewhat of an all-star, I guess in some way, shape, or form. And then they also have Tyler Hero. Yeah. Now, who, who, you have a player like Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. No, I was going to say, yeah. And he, he really came into his own last season. That's a lot I was going to say. So you have a player like Tyler Hero. You have a player like Duncan Robinson. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Good re- assist players, rebounders, shooters. All around. And then you sign, you re-sign Duncan Robinson to a five-year, $90 million deal. $90 million for five years. Now, that's not a lot per year, but still, that's a big contract mm-hmm. for Duncan Robinson. He's making $15 million right now. Mm-hmm. 15 He's making as much as Kyrie would be losing. And so, it doesn't make sense. While they like Duncan Robinson, I get that. 
it does not make sense to re-sign a player for that much money when you have a player like Tyler Hero, you have um, Victor Oladipo, you have Butler, you have a bunch of really good guards, Kyle Lowry. You don't need that much depth at point guard. Like, I get it, but he's not going to get the minutes that he's expecting. Yeah. Because I don't even know if he'd start. I mean, so, I, that's why I'm saying it's not. Yeah, no. He's no, a good I, player, I, but yeah, not the right signing. Yeah, I was looking at this, reading this article on Bleach Report, basically saying, like, you're in the offense that's already squeezed for uh, offensive opportunities. You got Jimmy Butler, Bamba Brea, and then you got Tyler Hero. And now you're going to you're gonna basically do this. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what the world? I guess we got unlimited minutes now. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. I was like, what? This, oh, because I have more than one person on it. Because oh, the NHL yeah. one I had, uh, it was just um, Mike. So, yeah, um, I, I had to do it through my Gmail account because it would not let me access the Coastal one anymore. Which I thought I had it, but no, well, it is what it is. Um, Ryan, the floor is yours. First, and, and and I, I hate to put it this way. Then don't because, put it this way. Because, well, Bennett said before, like it's it's easy to like kind of pick on the Lakers because like they're, they're old, but I'm picking yeah. on the Lakers not because they're old, but because they're old. They. No, I honestly, honestly, I think that the, I think that the Lakers in my opinion, are the favorite to come out of the West, in my opinion. Even with, even being the oldest average team in NBA history, I still think that they're the favorites to come out of the West. Okay. However, however, um, they, they had no business making a lot of the moves that they made over the offseason, including, and I hate to say it, Carmelo Anthony. I hate to say it, but Carmelo Anthony. He, he, uh, he should stay in Portland. Is he, is he still to this day one of the best one-on-one players in the league? Yes. Can he, is he, is he like, can he get you 30 the way he could when he was like a New Yorker in Denver, for instance? No. No. But... But he can get you. But he can get you like 18, 15, 18 on any given night, which is just which is doing that on a gamely basis is just as good, in my yeah. opinion. But I think that I think that the Lakers need the Lakers needed different types of offense, and the ones that they got, like with Melo, with Russ, with like a a Reese is low key a good pickup, but uh, they just like. They made some questionable moves, and not that the not that the people that they got are bad. Like Russ is, Russ is an all-time talent. Melo's an all-time talent. Uh, I mean, like even even like Dwight Howard, like low key, like he's 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 one of the more like he's, effective he's, centers in the league. I was league. gonna say he's he, he's more serviceable now than he was. Yeah. In his Atlanta, Houston. First time we he, he, he was making the rounds around the league, yeah. Yeah. He was like in Charlotte, yeah. Uh, 
but and he he's like he's grown out of he's grown out of that. Yes. But I just think that I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the Lakers just they should have they should have gotten Kemba, in my opinion. I agree, and I'm also. And I'm glad I, I, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm glad that the Knicks got I'm glad that the Knicks got Kemba. But the, if the Lakers got Kemba, they would be the clear favorite. I agree. And before Bennett says anything, I will say this much. As much as I think getting Kimball would have been a great move for the Lakers, it would not have been a great move for Kimba. Because remember, it's uh, LeBron's team. It's not, it wouldn't be Kimba's team. So he'd play it. Well, yeah, and, but like the Knicks aren't even Kimba's team. The Celtics weren't even Kemba's. The only time it was Kemba's team was when he was in Charlotte. True. And the problem there was let's let's let a uh, minute uh, chime in before he forgets. Best music uh, well, I was going to say, I, I want to buck Ryan on this just a little bit. Uh, I think Melo is a great number two off the bench option for AD because AD is not going to play all. Well, no, the they got Howard and so they I got Jordan. Yes, but they both play center. AD plays power forward. He's going to play at the, the four spot. He's playing the five. He's spot playing the five this season. Uh, he's listed as power forward still, so that's what I'm going on. Listen, Melo will still play power forward. He'll play some sort of forward, yeah. and he will be on the court for a good amount of the time. It does not matter. I think the player on the Lakers that is the worst pickup in free agency was Rajon Rondo. I think that's the worst signing trade that they've done so far in this in this free agency, because Honestly, Rajon Rondo was too old to be in the NBA anymore. I agree. Honestly, I mean, and I if, think, if, if anything, he should have been on a different team. I agree. I, I think honestly, uh, Lakers manager just went to LeBron and said, "All right, here, here's here's the, here's the list of the NBA. Tell us who you want, and we'll get them. We'll get like one year deal. Full, full, full like." throwing darts but let me let me go to mine so this person signed a three-year 85 million dollar deal with the chicago bulls all right which current which currently if i hit the refresh button takes up 17 and a half percent of their cap DeMar DeRozan. You think he's the worst? You think he's the worst free agent signing this year? So here's here's the thing. You know, you have, you know, DeMar DeRozan really didn't, wasn't a um, top guy in San Antonio. Also, you, you did have some injuries and stuff like that. All right. But you you have um, he's thirty two years old, all right. He just just signed a three year deal, so he's going to be 35, 36 by the time he gets out on a team, which if you look at age wise is is very young. And they and and I'll um, get to who I uh, a person who I think was one of the best is not who I picked. But the Lonzo Ball signing was great. Do you I think, think getting Lonzo was better than getting DeRozan? I agree. 
I don't agree with that. I can't. I, I can't agree. agree. I can't agree with that. See, see but he, I think DeRozan. I, Right, but, but yeah, look at him like this. DeRozan's 32, going to be on 35. All right? Lonzo Ball, for as much crap as he got when he got drafted, and I am guilty, I didn't buy the hype when he got drafted. He got drafted too high, and then he's with L.A., which basically because his daddy wanted him there. And when he went to New Orleans... He had an okay, I think, first season there, but then he worked on his shot. He got better. Just looking from an outsider looking in, I've seen I've seen him improve his shot to where he was offered that contract with Chicago. Um, I believe it is five, eighty-five and four. Yeah, so uh, he's going to be making 18.6 million a year. All right. He has the potential to go up. Now, obviously, he shouldn't have got the 26, but I think there's more upside future with Lonzo than there is uh, DeMar DeRozan. I, 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 I feel he's going. He, he will have a good half of a year, but I think injuries will start coming up at that 32, 33-year um, age, especially in the NBA. Uh, I think this is DeMar, uh, his last big contract. And he has been on record saying that he wants to win a championship. And the first opportunity he gets, he goes for the money. So, I mean, do, do, do I think it's like the worst of all time? No, but I, I just think with that dynamic, I don't, I don't really see him... I think he's going to be a good fit in the beginning, but I think when you get to the dog days of uh, uh, February, March, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be more Delonzo and uh, Zach Levine show, and I, I think he, he's going to be you're, you're going to be paying seventeen and a half percent of your um, salary cap for your third best player. Listen, I still think that this is a good signing by the Bulls. I think, hey, look, there's only two players on this team that are over 30 years old. Two. You have Vucevic, who's 30, and then DeRozan, who's 32, 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. There's only two players. You, you have two vets. I mean, Vucevic is still, I mean, I didn't even think he was that old. Vucevic still plays like he's 20-something years old, you know? He's out there making, you know, big plays. But DeRozan brings veteran leadership into a locker room where he wouldn't have that otherwise. So even if he plays like absolute garbage, he's still a vet. He still yeah. has experience as an all-star in the league, which you need on a team like that that's so young. Um, also, uh, let me, let me, let me you have the opportunity stuff. to trade for some other big players, though. That's what I was going to say. You have some opportunities yeah. to trade for some other big names if they get off to a hot start. Like maybe, and I'm just putting this out here, Lowry. I could see Kyle Lowry getting traded to the Bulls because of DeRozan, and then we could have the Lowry DeRozan thing all over again. If Ball doesn't play well, if Caruso doesn't play well, if something like that happens, there's going to be a big trade. Okay. Um, let's let's say uh, this last uh, last season, when it comes to um, field goal percentage, he had a drop. Now 
I understand things are crazy over the last two seasons. There's not really like a good comparison. His uh, field goal percentage did drop. His uh, uh, rebounds drop. Uh, his defensive rebounds dropped. He, he his assist went up. So that that that's a good thing. So um, I don't know. I I, I I really see your point. I agree with the veteran leadership, but I think you could have gotten the veteran leadership with the same amount of production without paying $27 million a year. But that's that's true. That's just would that. you have experience as an all-star? Would you have experience as an all-star? That's that's the difference. I mean, you, you could have gotten it from like... Could have, could have got a Carmelo Jonas Haslam. You could have had Melo, but Melo would have gone to the Lakers anyway. Melo was never Melo would not go anywhere else except LA. You got a point. Yeah. yeah, and and same thing if they tried to bring in Howard or Jordan. Once that LA contract hit, they're going to LA. Yeah. So I they agree. sucked up all the good veteran free agents, but DeRozan is still young enough, and he would never sign with LA because he knows he's never going to get a shot there. Right. He'd be oh, I agree. riding the bench in LA or starting for the Bulls. So. And the money. Well, if DeRozan, if DeRozan went to LA instead of like Melo, he'd be he'd be he becomes the third best player on that team. I agree. If it's him, yeah. If it's him, LeBron and AD with DeRozan, like yeah. that's that's a championship. I thought they were going to pick him up, but they didn't. And that's why I think that I think the Bulls, I think the Bulls are the most improved team due oh, like due to free agency across the entire league. I agree. If if, if if I had to give a team grade, yeah, I would I would give the Bulls an A plus. Yeah, A plus. Um, now I'll I'll start with the best free agent in my opinion. Once again, we are not NBA experts. Well, you guys more so. By any standard, we are not. All right. So I mean, it, it it really comes down to I I know I talked about Kyle Lowry. Um, would you count Kimball Walker as a free agent, or was that like a sign and trade? The Knicks signed him. Right? Uh, he was a free agent. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, okay, Kimball Walker's my guy. Uh, is he yours? Okay, well, no. I mean, I was, I was, I was asking, but honestly, I was going to be, I was looking at Kyle Lowry because Kyle Lowry immediately upgrades the Miami Heat at, I believe, a shooting guard. He, 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 he no, 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 point guard, point He's, guard. So yeah, he, like, that's where he would be playing. Like, uh, looking at his stats, he immediately, like, the three point guards they had on the roster last year, his averages blows them out the water. And you have a player who's won a championship, and he's still relatively young. I think he's younger than DeRozan, uh, maybe by a year or two. But you have, yeah, you, you have that player. He's now, actually older. He is? He's 35. Damn. I got now I gotta go look at his contract. The Lakers should have gotten Kyle Lowry. If the if the Lakers got Kyle Lowry instead of Russ. Shit. All right. Uh, you know, you, you have the veteran leadership and I believe 
he only um yeah he, he he's getting 27 million so he's getting the same as DeRozan but it, it's it's only a it's only a, a three-year deal but unlike with um DeRozan who's he's now the highest paid player Kyle Lowry's still underneath uh, Butler and, and Abreu, so you 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 have already the veteran leadership. Like Jimmy, the signing of Jimmy Butler in Miami was great. Now you're giving Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry together. Like you have the Jimmy op- Butler's top twenty. The what? Jimmy Butler's top twenty. Butler? Yeah, yeah, I'd say he's nah. top twenty. Yes. Nah. Yes. Jimmy Butler like, like Jimmy Butler's probably what, the most underrated player in the entire NBA. What he did in the bubble. Yeah. Miami would not have made the finals if Jimmy Butler was not on that team. And now you add Kyle Lowry to that mix. And you have Kyle Hero. You have Adonis Haslam uh, uh power forward. Um you, uh, I mean, the, the sky's the limit now. Once, as we said earlier, there is a lot of there is a lot of offensive pieces. So, if they don't mesh well quickly, do you unload them? We don't know. But uh, uh, honestly, I was going to uh, say, I was going to say that. Yeah, they're uh, they're right know. now. Um, Looks like they're uh, 29 million over the cap, right, based on exemptions and stuff like that. So they're actually six million, uh, seven million under the hard cap. So that's always a good thing. But that's that's who I got. Ryan, who you got? Oh no, Ben. Sorry, 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 sorry. I just want to make sure. I want to go last. Oh, you want to go last? Okay. Oh, you want to go last? Oh, okay. Well, I'll go. I'll go next. But but let me say something about this Kyle Lowry thing. Again, what I will go back to, the Kyle Lowry trade idea is not out of the picture, in my opinion. When you look at, at what Miami could 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 get from the Bulls if they were to trade Kyle Lowry to the Bulls, you're talking if if the Bulls don't mesh well, you're talking Lonzo could go, or you're talking. Um, you're talking, hang on, wait one sec, right there. You're talking Lonzo could go, you're talking Kobe White could go. I mean, there's a lot of names there to bring in someone like Lowry if they're in a win-now mode. And, uh, and you know, bringing in some people like Kobe White and maybe a future first would not be too bad for the Heat at all because it's tough next three years. I mean, you put Duncan Robinson back at point guard now over whoever was there if you traded Kyle Lowry. It's a pretty good team. I mean, and that way you're used to everyone on your team. But, so, but you you did say your player was Kimball Walker, right? Yeah, Kimball Walker. Right. Two years, of seventeen mil. Um, this guy uh, was very good in Charlotte. Uh, when it's his team, it's his team. And I think working with Randall and RJ and Bullock and Mark and Robinson, those four guys. That's a great starting lineup. It's a young, but also has some age to it, veteran leadership. They play off each other well. Um, Alec Burke is getting into the game. Um, But you you see 
if Kyle Lowry can, can find a home in New York, it'll be amazing. Um, it, it'll make it for some very exciting basketball. Um, and I'm really just really excited to see what he can do because it feels like we haven't heard of Kemba in a while. And now he's starting to come back out. Uh, the other person, the other person, I, where is John Wall? Where is he playing right now? He's, he's still uh, in Houston, but I think they're like, they're trying to figure out a deal for him to get out of there. I was just wondering, because it's always Kimball Walker and John Wall were two guys who just went off like four years ago. Well, John Wall John like Wall insane. has had the injury bug practically his yeah. whole, like, the second, the entire second half of his career. So like he yeah. like, like he's he got just, one contract left. Like one big contract left, honestly. If if if, 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 if he's already on big, it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Derrick Rose, but like Derrick Rose has made a better comeback than John Wall has. Yes. Absolutely. Um as so while we uh all right, so Kimball Walker, Kyle Lowry. Ryan, who you got? Best free agent signing. Uh and I'm glad I'm glad that you went first for this because now I can give my side of this argument. Best free agent signing in all of the NBA this offseason, Demar DeRozan. Personally, personally, I'm personally I'm I, don't walk don't walk out. <laughs> he left you. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Look, I'm I'm historically I'm historically pro DeRozan. Okay. Here's all I have to say. Here's all I gotta say. Four all-stars, right? Okay. Part of the reason that part of the reason that DeRozan is the best free agent signing is because of what the Bulls also got. Lonzo on four years, Caruso on four years, and they traded for Vucevic. He's got two more years left on his contract, right? DeRozan, DeRozan needed an escape. Okay? The Spurs, the last eight years, championship. First round exit, Tim Duncan retires after losing in the conference semifinals. Conference finals, first round exit, Ginobili retires, and then they do the DeRozan Kawhi exchange. And then the three years that DeRozan was in San Antonio, first round exit, and then Tony Parker retires. Yeah. COVID season, COVID season, they didn't qualify for the bubble, and then they lost the plate. The Spurs have been on a downward trajectory for the last practically eight years. For like six of the last eight years, they've been going down. I, I, I agree with that because um, as much as the big fundamental and that big three right- Greatest power forward of all time. And there's no, like you have Tim Duncan, you have 50 miles of space. KG. You have 50 miles of space, and then you have KG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so let me. Okay. No, 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 no. Here's here's the reason why I say that. Okay. Tim Duncan got to play under David Robinson, who was was one of the was best centers in the NBA of all time. Yes. He got to learn from. Don't give me the head shake. Uh, he served this country, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, he 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 went to, he went to Navy. <laughs> David Robinson, or, yeah, yeah. So he um, 
Yeah, all right. So basically, you have that. Kevin Garnett, as one of the greatest high schoolers to come out, uh, when basically thrown straight into the fire, never he got to, really never got the support as far as players go. And then, of so course, Boston. And then, of course, he happened to be in the same conference as the LA Lakers and San Antonio and all that stuff. So I think if he was in the East, he would have made the finals. If Minnesota was in the East with with KG, they would have made the finals. I don't think they would have won. They would have at least made it. Mm, I don't know. AI and the Sixers. But they only made it once. I mean, Jason Kidd and the Nets. They only made it once. So Detroit made it twice or three times, I think. So I mean, there was there was more balance in the East than there was the West. Now it's kind of flipped, but yeah, that's my theory on the Eastern migration. Ever since ever since LeBron went to the Lakers, all the players, a bunch of players in the West, have started to move East because uh-huh. because that's exactly. just that's the that's the it's the LeBron effect. I agree. So I but, okay, you 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 oh, you, you okay. have good points. I I can con- con- concede your points to that. Um, I can agree to the, the last three seasons. While he's been in San Antonio, yeah. he's averaging 22, 22, <laughs> five and six on 50% shooting. I'm, I'm okay. sorry, what, Bennett? What? Nothing, nothing. Huh? Okay. Hmm? Nothing, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Remember, you're on strike two. Well, I'm not on strike two, Matt's on strike two. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, your 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 strikes are combined, okay? No, that was never explained to me. You know that. No, it was explained. You just choose not to listen. And I also don't have to explain myself. So <laughs> sometimes being an ass is fun. All right, but, but yeah, the Rosen's oh. like the Rosen's like that. Yeah, and the Bulls are gonna make the playoffs now. Okay, so we'll 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 get to that, yeah. In in just a moment, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, you know, there, it the off season was as less crazy as it was. Um, I do agree. I do think um, that this is going to be Popovich's last year. I think after this season he'll retire. Really? Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And, uh, the, so and the new head coach is on the bench already. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I've been saying. I'm saying that she's going to be the new head coach. Yep. Becky Harmon will take over. So I don't think they should even apply. I think they should just say, hey, Pop is retiring. You're going to step in, be the new head coach. See, We're going to sign a contract later, but for now. If, if Tim Duncan was still an assistant, I would say it'd be a battle between them two, but I would have give, I would have given it to Becky, um, because she had more experience as an assistant than Tim Duncan did. Tim Duncan was a great yeah. assistant. <laughs> I won't say here and say this: it was that that one time when Pop got thrown out like a minute into the game, and then Tim Duncan had to coach the rest of it, <laughs> and then just the way his hair was is just funny. I'm sorry. His his induction speech to the Hall of Fame was just it was epic. Like 
the the Tim Duncan, Tim he's Duncan the is a biggest, legend. He is the biggest non diva in the NBA. He is the antithesis Ever. of Ever. the NBA. I mean, yeah. this guy just sent out a statement at three o'clock in the morning saying, "Hey, I'm retiring." What? You you wake up and go, wait, Tim Duncan's retired? What? Why? Most nonchalant retiring of all time. Of course. Of course. (laughs) So, but let's, let's move on to how we think the season's going to fold out. Now, I want to go ahead and remind everyone that we are not prognosticators in any any sense of the imagination. We are more likely going to get this horribly wrong, just like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Although they did win, finally. Didn't they win today, though? They did. Didn't they win today? Which saved Urban Meyer's job for two weeks. Yeah, we went to the Dolphins. Three-point win? Yes, but... It saves his job for two weeks. I feel like the Dolphins are just tanking because Tua clearly isn't the quarterback that they're looking for. Oh, and I believe in Tua. So I believe in Tua. For the why were why? They, why were they tanking for Tua, and then they're going to go away from Tua? Yeah, why would they? Why would they tank for Tua, but they're not tank? But they continue to tank. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't look at me, but I just think I think they're just Matt. Why would y'all continue to tank even though y'all are <laughs> <laughs> taking let's, two let's bring in our Miami Dolphins expert. Matt's a Dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah, he's a huge Dolphins fan. Just a little bit. That sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he can't hear any of this, so he's fine. <laughs> uh- Give it about a week and a half, he will. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 he will. Uh, honestly, I haven't, you know, I, I never know what I'm going to use for the for the uh, promo clip. I don't know. I might use this just, just for shits <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided. But let's go um, into the division. Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Who, who is going to win each division? So, um, before we do anything, let's take a step back and remind everyone who won the divisions last year. Uh, Philadelphia won the Atlantic Division. Uh, Milwaukee won the Central. And Atlanta won the southeast why is why is this in okay here we go yeah philadelphia milwaukee and atlanta won uh milwaukee was the only team to actually blow out their division in the western conference the jazz won the northwest the phoenix suns won the pacific and dallas won the southwest this is before the airlines started canceling flights. So now we're going to go with the Atlantic Division first. Bennett, who's going to win? 
All right. Uh, take my cough drop out for this one. <laughs> I don't want to make any extra noise. Um, so the person I have, well, the team I have winning this, obviously it's a team sport. The team I have winning this is, uh, it's a different one. Um, and it's because the Atlantic Division is probably one of the most competitive, well, it's probably second most competitive uh, division in basketball right now. What I mean, you team, got yeah. uh, the 76ers. Yeah. It's the second. Yeah, the Sixers, the Nets, and the, the Celtics are coming up. And so mm -hmm. I have Boston um, edging out the, the Sixers and the Nets to be their number one seed coming out of that division. I think we can honestly see four of those teams from that division make the playoffs this year in some way, shape, or form, potentially. But realistically, there's definitely three of them that are making the playoffs. Okay. I mean, it has to. It has to be. So, Boston. Boston? All right. Ryan, what about you? I don't really think that, like, I mean, I mean, like, okay. The Sixers are competitive, and the Celtics can be competitive. And even really, like, even really, like, the Knicks can be competitive. But, like, I, I am backing up the theory that not having Kyrie makes the Nets better because now their offense is less is less like condensed. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. now you don't. Now you can like you don't have to share. Now you don't have to share touches with three players who are all ball dominant. Now you get two, and one of them can just be your point guard, and like James Harden can like run the offense the same way that like Steph did, and Katie can still put up thirty. Right. You know what I mean? So I think I think the Nets like I think the Nets are the favorites to come out of the East. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, and I don't see. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers win the division or the Celtics, but like I I just I can't see anybody else because that's winning. Okay, honestly, I, I agree with Bennett's point. I think um, the division is going to be. Don't don't give me that look. Um, oh, I thought you meant with the Celtics. Like, I, I know. Well, no, no, I I me too. I was like, no, no, the I Celtics. Agree. Wow, I agree. Kyle I, agreeing with me. That never I agree happens. with his point that is a competitive division and that a good chance of having half the field from that division is a possibility. Um, do I think Boston is it? No, I don't. But I'm also worried, see, the, the top two teams right now in, in that division would probably be Brooklyn and Philadelphia. And they all both have issues. But Brooklyn, the Kyrie Irving cloud that's over their head. Well, Philadelphia, it's Ben Simmons. So. What you're saying is the Knicks have no problems, so they're going to win the division. No. <laughs> what you're saying is that they, no. Philadelphia should trade with the Nets and send Kyrie to Philly and Ben Simmons to the Nets. That's what yeah, you're saying. You, you've been reading a lot of articles on multiple sites basically <laughs> saying the same thing. I'm like, no. Because here's the I've thing. I've listened to your podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't foresee them uh, 
trading because you're trading one problem for another. I mean, yeah, he'll be able to play in Philadelphia. What if what if Philadelphia enacts the same mandate? Then guess what? You traded him for nothing. I mean, Brooklyn would get Ben Simmons, but what if he decides he wants to be the face of Brooklyn? No, that's he can uh, in about he can in about three years. <laughs> yeah, I and agree. KD and, yeah. and James Harden and everyone else is retired. He could be the face of Brooklyn. Three years. You think you think Harden and KD both are retiring within the next three years? It's a possibility. At I wouldn't say it's going to happen. So at least five. I'm I'm going to say Brooklyn's going to win the division. They will not make the finals. Really? All right. So now let's go to the central division. And I, I swear, these email if you, if you pick someone else, if you pick, if you pick someone other than the Bucks, then you're kidding yourself. You know what? Actually, let's let's do this. All right. Raise your hand if you're picking Milwaukee to win the central. Okay, so let's go to the Southeast Division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, would I, what were we going to say? Oh, yes, yeah, Sadiq Bay and Mason Plumley are really going to make a difference for the Pistons this year. <laughs> the Bulls are like that, bro. Hold on. Watch out. Yes, the no. Bulls? I was talking about the Pistons. Bulls are like that. Listen, listen. He, they will make a difference. They'll get go from 15th into the conference to 14th. That's a difference. Play it's a shake-up. Let's go to the Southeast Division, <laughs> which is a little more, has a little more parity, if, if you can say that. So, Ryan, who do you have coming out of the Southeast Division as their champion? This doesn't mean they're going to be playing a... Uh, Atlanta. You said Atlanta? Hawks. The Hawks, yeah. Okay. Trae Young. Trae Young is one of... The top five players under the age of 25. And the like, biggest villain in New York right now. Luca, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Trey Young, like, uh. John Moran. <laughs> either, personally, Zion, Zion, or Donovan Mitchell. If you put Zion over John Moran, you're kidding yourself. What, dude? What? No. John Morant is better better than Zion. Zion just had an an identical season doing Shaq won MVP, but he he was not even remotely talked about. You know why? He's in New Orleans. Because the Pelicans stuff. He needs to to be on a different team. It's because he's in a bad... What team? What team? What team? The Pelicans. What team should he be traded to? What team should he be traded to? Put him and RJ together. Put him on the Knicks. You're going to trade Julius Randle and uh, Obi Toppin for Zion. No, I'm trading. I'm trading Obi, and I'm trading Kemba, and I'm trading. Oh, and I'm probably low key. Trading you're just. A, you're a Knicks. Hang on. Wait a minute. You're a Knicks fan anyway. You yeah. Have yeah. No. No. They can't go to the Knicks. No. 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 Anyway, we're we're now the Hornets. <laughs> No, okay. Put Zion, put Zion on like you 
give him to the Celtics. Jay, Tatum, Tatum. Tatum, Brown, and Zion. We don't have Zion. No, no. You just need. You need to stop. You need to stop. Okay. All right. All right. Why don't you put y'all on timeout? Well, look. All right. Atlanta. No. Okay. Zion is like that. Zion is like that. I agree. Their offense is like that. Bogdan, Bogdan can shoot. Gallinari can shoot. You really can't leave John Collins open either because he can. Also, John Collins is ability to put anybody, put anybody in, in a poster frame. Right. Uh, um, I just think, I think that their offense really is just like so dynamic to the point where like, as long as Trey Young continues to develop, like. Which is, constantly be contended for the East. which is scary to think that he still has to go. But he's still going to get better. Exactly. So, Bennett, who you got? Do you agree with the Atlanta pick? You already know who I'm about to say. My favorite player in the NBA right now, huh. Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. And I hate to say it because we're both I mean, fans, but yeah. I know, I know, I know. But That's- listen. When that dude, when that dude took a bow in Madison Square Garden, yes. that took some balls. And, and let me tell you, <laughs> he is the, he is the greatest villain in Man. New York history since Reggie Miller. Michael Jordan? No, Reggie Miller. Because guess what? They respected yeah. Michael Jordan. They hated Reggie Miller. <laughs> Reggie Miller was looking at Chris, Listen, uh, Trey Young. God, and he has Clint Capella, John Collins. Um, if, if Cam Reddish can get a little, um, if Cam Reddish can get a little bit of meat on his bones and if figure Cam out Reddish how to is shoot like that. and dunk, he's like that, but he hasn't proven it in the NBA yet. He, he still has a lot to prove. Is, he was he also can. a rookie last year, so. Yeah, it's quite neat. No, he was a rookie two years ago. Was it? Okay. Cam Reddish? No, yeah. he's been in the league for like two years. Okay. I remember playing with him in mobile before I even came to college. Who's their head coach? Uh, I don't know. I don't know coaches. I always fucking forget. I, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Dave McMillan, right? Who? Hey, y'all. Najee Harris just scored. Okay. And? You want a cookie? What? This game means nothing for the Steelers. Russell Wilson isn't playing. This means nothing. All this means that they can beat up already bad defense with an even worse backup quarterback. Listen, just because you had Russell Wilson on your team with your Mickey Mouse <laughs> fantasy team. <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah, I'm butthurt that Russell Wilson isn't playing right now, for sure. But like Because he's hurt. But like No, but I'm also I guess who has the like backup anti Steelers. So like this game means really nothing for You're anti Steelers. Yeah? Yes, I'm anti Steelers. Who isn't what if you're not a fan of the Steelers, how are you? I, I'm not. My dad's a fan of the Steelers. I I, I like rooting for him. Okay, so I'm um, anti Ben Roethlisberger. That's very worthless burger. Anyway, rather have him than Heineken. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't you put Heineken on the Steelers, bro? Put Heineken on the Steelers and they're going to the Super Bowl. Fact. Yes. Put Peter Roethlisberger on the football team, and guess what? He's just as good as Ryan Fitzpatrick. There, I said it. Yeah, keep yourself muted, bro. Keep yourself muted. I was coughing. Oh, right. All right. So anyway, 
I I can agree that Atlanta is like <laughs> this <shit laughs> back on the rails. Um, I I believe Atlanta has a great shot to win the Southeast. I believe it's going to be a battle between them and Miami. I think Miami is going to edge them out for the division crown, but Atlanta will go further in the playoffs. So, wait. Now let's let's move on to the Western Conference. If no one has objections, uh, and if you did, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so. I know it is. I can reach up Mutchell's asses if I want to because it's fun. All right. Oh no, I can do that myself. Thank you, though. Yeah, but it it feels better when I do it because it it, it gives me a sense of. All right. So in the Northwest Division, um, honest, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Who has Utah winning the Northwest? Oh, okay. So we have some disagreement here. So I'm picking Utah over Denver. It's going to be a battle. I think now here's the thing. I think Utah is going to win the division, but kind of like in the Southeast division, I see Denver going further in the playoffs. So, Bennett, who you got? Um, so I, I I couldn't decide. So I couldn't pick Utah or the Nuggets. So I went with the Tim. No, 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 no. No, I I couldn't decide if I had to choose. So I even I even you know asked people, asked Matt. Matt said Utah. But I was my original thing was the Nuggets, so I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with um, the Nuggets. I think I think Jokic, I mean MVP. Uh, how many MVPs are on Utah right now? Zero. Um, True. Jokic the well, better Gobert center. The I'd rather have him over Gobert. What? Gobert just won Defensive Player of the Year for the third time. He also got COVID, uh, but that's beside the point. He also shut uh, down the league. <laughs> Yeah, uh, touched everything, uh, which, you know, I mean. His one act gave LA this, a think, title, so no, I'm going to I'm gonna say this. Um, nuggets are like that this year. Just okay. saying. Jamal Murray healthy, they can, they can be with anybody. I I, I agree. I think it, it, it's going to be a dogfight. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's a, it's a two-team race in that division. So you're the tiebreaker, Ryan. Ooh. Look, are you siding? Immediately with- just- mm-hmm. I said, are you siding with one of us, or are you? Yeah, no, I am. No, I am. Yeah, okay. I am. The Thunder will be good. They'll be good again a couple of years from now. No, I was getting ready to say fifteen years from now. Fifteen. And I think as long, I think that the Timberwolves are one of the most dysfunctional franchises in sports. So I think uh, Towns has to get out of there. Towns needs to go to the Knicks. High key, dude. You bias Knicks fan. Bias Knicks fan. You can't say that. Look, right. Towns needs to get out of there. Edwards will end up getting out of there. And D'Lo. Uh, it's too early to tell. D'Lo. I'd rather have Edwards there for a long read, though. 
D'Lo might take the playoffs here tonight. You can't. The Blazers will make the playoffs strictly because Dame will not miss the playoffs. That won't happen. And whether whether it's through the plane or not, the Blazers are going to be a seven or eight seed. And I think that I think that the Jazz. I think the most the biggest difference between the Jazz and the Nuggets is the fact that their big play is just Jokic overwhelms Gobert, like like overwhelms Gobert. Uh, Donovan, you could really, you could really switch Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray on the rosters, and like, like they'd be they'd be just as good teams because like they, the two players of themselves are just as good as each other. I think. Uh, what do you not think so? What me? Yeah. Sorry, my roommates are having a fight out here. Who, who's winning? Uh, Matt nuggets. currently the Nuggets. <laughs> oh, so so you have the Nuggets. Yeah, Jamal Murray okay. comes back on, with a vengeance season. Jokic puts up identical numbers, and and um, and uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been has a glow up season. Okay, all right. And Kemp and Kempazo is good. All right. So, actually, I, I think we should have done it this way uh, to begin with, but we're we're, we're going. We learn as we uh, continue to show. Let's go on to the Pacific Division. So, um, does everyone have the Lakers as their champion? Uh, as the, the, you know, what about Phoenix? No. No, I have the Lakers. You have the Lakers? Okay. I have Phoenix. I have Phoenix. I got, I got Phoenix. Phoenix. Really? They got it. They, they went like that. They good like that. I, I think they, they the overwhelming amount of well, see here yeah, the here, overwhelming here. amount of old people. <laughs> I mean that t- that roster is sponsored by AARP. I'm I'm so over old people. The Lakers being old slander. It's slander. Well, quit slander. Well, like it's a fact. It's a fact. But like, but like. All they are such. How how can you not have them to be the one seed in the West going into this season? Uh, because Chris Paul is one of the best point guards in terms of assists, getting the and ball he, out. And he's and also mid range. And he's even more hungry. Devin after Booker. That Devin Booker is one of the best. You said it yourself. Devin Booker is one of the best under twenty five players in the NBA right yeah, now. Not I only that, I agree. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton is one of the best centers in the league. Yeah. And in fact, terms of age. So when you look at that, they also bring in Jay Crowder, a great power small forward who helps get the ball around a lot. They have a really damn good team. And Phoenix can go toe-to-toe with everybody. Yes. And now, if if this the NBA Finals was going to be contested in uh, wheelchairs, Absolutely, I'd go with the Lakers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As I almost try to kill Bennett right now, but... <laughs> no, I mean, I I have Phoenix. Um, I know a lot of... And, and, and what I did when I was looking trying to decide who I think is going to win is I looked at a, a lot of different, like, uh, 
publications or websites, see what they have as their predictions. Um, the majority of them have the Lakers being the best team in, in the Pacific and one of the top two teams in the Western Conference. But as the Lakers franchise learned in 2004, just because you have all the talent doesn't mean you have a good team. Phoenix is a better team than LA. LA has more talent. A better team will always beat up better talent. And Ryan, if you try to argue with me with this, I will send you to Boston. Not New York, Boston. What? Naked and just in a Knicks jersey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> with, a sign, with a sign that just says, go nuts? No, it says Boston sucks. Oh. <laughs> and at that point we go, uh, bye bye. <laughs> All right. Wow. Honestly, if any other team other than the Lakers wins the division, in my opinion, it's the Warriors because now Clay's back. All right, all right, nope, nope, we're gonna do it. All right, um, so do we want to do this with chloroform or do we want to just? <laughs> all, right, all right, bro. No. I'll tell you right now, Clay. Ryan, I know we're going to put the entire NBA on notice this season. Fact. Yes, because he'll get it, hurt again, and everyone will be like, "Oh no, Clay Thompson's hurt again." All right, bro. If, if all right, bro. Okay, if Clay Thompson comes back to his pre-injury first time form, mm-hmm. then. Warriors, the Lakers, Warriors will be a threat. But the thing is, with all, and hold on before you even start shaking your head in it, with all great super teams, people catch up. Teams yeah, like but they're not Denver, a super team anymore. They lost KD. I know, but. But but you know who they do have, though? But you know who they do have? Iguodala. <laughs> but. You got Denver, you've got Utah, you've got Phoenix. I mean, so now instead of running rough shot over you got the, the Clippers on some nights. Best music compilation. Yeah. So, um, the Southwest Division. No, this is not sponsored by Southwest Airlines because if it was, they would have been canceled. I swear. Tuesday. Uh, I swear, South uh, Southwest in October is like Spirit in August, and I'm still pissed about that. Bennett knows, but Matt uh, Ryan does. Uh, Matt knows too, but Ryan does not. See, I went to Philadelphia in August for my birthday. I had a flight booked in June. It got canceled the day of my flight. This was the week where all of their flights were being canceled. So I went from having to fly, uh, be at uh, Myrtle Beach International at four at you know by two o'clock to I'm getting everything in my car and driving twelve hours because I had purchased tickets to a Phillies game that Friday and there was no way, shape, or form I was going to and not make not that trip. And after everything that happened, I needed a vacation. So. But, but now now we are done making fun of the Southwest Division. Um, Dallas, 
No. Oh, okay. Don't Hold do on. that. Hold okay. on. All right, all right. So we'll give. I I honestly, with all the movement, I, I think Memphis and New Orleans can make a run, but. Honestly, I, I I think Dallas has one more good year in them before they start going back down. Unless they, can, unless they can get Lucas some real help, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I so I think this is going to be they're going to make one last run this year, and if it doesn't work, they're going to blow it up again. So I I think they're motivated. So I I, I say Dallas. Um. Bennett, why do you disagree? Oh, no, 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 let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Bennett, why are you wrong? (laughs) I'm going Memphis. (laughs) Here's why. Here's why. (laughs) Uh, I like Luca. I think Luca's great. I I don't like Kristaps as much. I think Kristaps has lost a step from where he was when he played for the Knicks. I never think I think he was really good because he was the best player on the Knicks at that point in time. And after he left the Knicks, it was like, hey, he's sort of struggling right now with the Mavericks. So I don't think that Luca has enough pieces around him to make it to the finals this year or even or even win the, the division, obviously, since I'm going with the Grizzlies. Now, why do I choose the Grizzlies, you may ask? That is a very good question. <laughs> okay, hold on. So you're getting on Ryan for having Knicks bias. I know what bias you're coming. You're getting ready to spew. So, do you want to keep keep? keep it's not going? all of that though. Okay. It's not all of that though. Uh-huh. It's not all of that. All right. So first off, first off, you have Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson is a, a really <laughs> sorry. Kyle Anderson is a really young play, player, but he's really good from the midpoint, from from mid range. Really good. <laughs> Next up, you have Jarrett Culver. He's really young. Jaron Jackson Jr. is great, and of course, you have the centerpiece of your team, John Morant. John Morant, Rookie of the Year, by the way, uh, beat out Zion for Rookie of the Year. I also got injured uh, by 27, 37, 30 games. That's not that's not Jaw's problem, is it? Now, so John oh, Morant, I thought Jaw was going to win Rookie of the Year. John Morant not only does that. He offloads some really expensive talent with Jonas Valanciunas. He sends them to New Orleans and picks up Steven Adams, which as much as I do love Steven Adams, he struggled in New Orleans to make himself known because Zion is such a good rebounder. They were both scrapping for who was going to get rebounds. And Steven Adams isn't good from the three-point line, as I, I know. So you bring Steven Adams into the team. Steven Adams is now the, the only person in there getting rebounds, which he's really good at. <laughs> Um, and he's finally on a team where he can just be the focal point uh, in the paint. And he's not going to have a bunch of people trying to run through there. You have a great three-point shooter with John Morant, Jaron Jackson. You have a good dunker with John Morant. And you have a pretty good, solid mid-range uh, and assist person in um, what's his name? Kyle Anderson. <laughs> uh, not only that, uh, they also have a lot of cap space. Uh, and Brooks, yeah. Dylan Brooks is there. Brandon Clark, Jarrett Culver. Um, so that's that's why I think they're pretty good. And I think they can honestly make a couple of trades and um, bring in another veteran, maybe a, point, a, a backup point guard, a potential shooting guard. Who knows? Uh, it just depends on what they want to do. But I think they have a really bright future. And so I think with the Southwest being as much of a shit show as it is right now, I think if anyone's going to come out of there on top, 
I think it's going to be the Grizzlies. Why not give it a shot? You know, it's all about crazy predictions anyway because the season hasn't started yet. So True, true. So, Ryan, why do you think it's Dallas? I think Luca. I think Luca's the best player under 25, right? So hands, hands down, it's like Luca. Not that much, not that much of a gap as was as we were talking about between like Tim Duncan and KG, but like gap, and then like Booker Tatum, Booker Tatum Jaw, blah 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 blah. Whoever else you want to put down there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Young, obviously, yeah. Trey Young, yeah, right. Uh, I think the Mavericks really are just like the best team. They're the best team in this division, hands down. Like the Pelicans, like I love Zion and I love Brandon Ingram, but the Pelicans like are just the Pelicans are just not a cohering team. The Spurs have I've said it before that the Spurs have been going down mm. every year for the last like almost ten years now, and Greg Popovich is probably leaving soon, and the Rockets are in a complete rebuild. Completely, they're they're in year one, year two of a complete rebuild. Now that James Harden's gone, no, so they're, it's like, they're they're in year one of the second attempt of the rebuild, which they started last year, and now we just got all confusing. So, honestly, yeah. honestly, John Wall getting traded to a team in that division would be the best thing for the Rockets and the best thing for any of those teams in that division. Have a veteran like that, especially on let's but say John okay, Wall and the Pelicans. Let's say that let's say that John Wall goes to the Pelicans. Then John Wall would have, then Zion would have Brandon Ingram and John Wall, which are, John Wall's a great shooter. Brandon Ingram is just great. And then you have Zion and you have Jonas Valanciunas. You have a great four right there. And whoever, Kira Lewis, whoever the hell they have at shooting guard. All right. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Luca, however, Luca can get you to the playoffs alone, but he cannot get you through the playoffs alone. I don't think there's. I don't think after LeBron and and maybe and like maybe KD, there's one singular player that can get you. I think if, if Luca can team up with let's, Steph had Clay, not Steph last season, Durant for a couple of seasons. Yeah, but Steph had um, their center, uh, whatever his name was. Wiseman. He uh, left. He got injured. Wiseman. Yeah. Well, he had him for five minutes. Go ahead and help him this little. year. Well, dude, that that is not a that is not a valid argument. Like Steph had Clay and KD, Jordan had Pippen. True, but Jordan Malone, was a- Malone, Malone had Stockton. But didn't win it. Yeah, they never won. They never won a title. But like, I'm not okay, saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying like like you you're not seeing that as much anymore. Like Zion could not carry a team to the to the playoffs, and as good as Zion is, Jaw couldn't do it either. Uh, Butler did it. But he won't be doing that again because he also has Bam. He also has all of the players they just brought in. No, We're starting Jimmy, to see more coherent teams than we are. Jimmy Butler didn't carry the Heat to the playoffs by himself. That's not that's not fair. Because Bam played really well. That. Bam played really well, and Duncan and uh, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero both blew up that season. weren't the weren't the Heat not supposed to make the playoffs? They were the, five, they the, were the fifth seed. They were the fifth seed in the bubble. In the East, yeah. So now, now hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say say this as far as you know. I say this with Miami with um, Jimmy Butler. The bubble playoff, just kind of like in hockey as well, with the bubble playoffs, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because they were in a 
a weird environment. So I'm not knocking anyone for being in those positions. It's just, you know, I'm not holding against them either. Just like with teams, if they didn't make it, you know, they didn't make it. Yeah. You know, at least in the end, you know, they, they and the only, and I, I said this when they had the bubble, I think the only reason they brought in, uh, they had those like, was it eight games to uh, get seating? The only reason they did that is so that the Pelicans could be in the bubble with Zion. And so they could get they could get Zion more ratings. Yeah, I agree. And you know, well, no, no, yeah. So you get him on TV more, and you get more ratings revenue. That honestly, I think the NBA should have done what the NHL did. It said, okay, cool. We're going to have a 12-team playoff. Um, basically, the first round would be like best of five. It'd be qualifying rounds, and then you play the you know, winners. And then while those qualifying rounds are going on, the top four seeds, they play a little mini tournament. Whoever has the best record got the one seed. Because Oh, and I will say this. I will say this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say that, that's what oh, made it, that, that's what made the Stanley Cup Finals in the bubble interesting is because you had a situation where the team who was the best in the regular season wasn't the best overall seed because they went into the bubble completely un- ill prepared and went. Whew. So I, I think if a situation like that had happened. What if the would the Lakers have been the one seed? What uh, I don't know who the East one seed was. I think it was um, Milwaukee or um, Philadelphia. I, I don't I don't remember, but I I think that that would have been a better way than the. Okay, so here's Zion. All right, so that will bring all those teams and everyone else. Ha 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 ha! Fuck you. So, but anyway. Uh, I- I will say, I will say that was sort of the coming coming out party of Devin Booker. I agree. Devin Booker was in the bubble. Yes, because we would not be talking about we would not be talking about uh, Booker and and the Suns as much as we are if that had never happened. Look at it from this perspective. What if what if they're they were in the situation where they were the the tenth seed, all right, and they they sweep whoever was the seventh seed. So now they go to play the two seed. They sweep them. And now you have the Phoenix Suns in the Eastern uh, Western Conference semifinals. When you don't know what's going to happen. At that point, do we have a Phoenix situation, a Miami situation in Phoenix instead of in Miami? We don't know. Biggest what ifs. We, we, we could sit here and do a what if episode. All, all in, trust me. There's a lot of what ifs, but yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I want you to break down your bracket of like, okay, who's going to win, where, what. Um, Bennett, who is your seven and eight seeds out of the East? 
All right, um, my seventh seed, and this is just like they're making the playoffs. They probably won't be seventh; they'll probably be higher. Mm-hmm. But my seventh seed's Miami, Miami, just because they're making the playoffs. I didn't break it all the way down, so I just know they're making the playoffs. They probably won't be; they'll probably be someone else. But okay. them is Chicago is the eighth seed. Chicago is the eighth seed. Uh, I'm just knowing they're making the playoffs. Those are the exact two that I have: Miami and Miami and Chicago. Okay. The so, heat. yeah. Um, no, 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 you finish. Oh, well, I was gonna say the Heat. Um, they they lost in the first round last year, right? To Milwaukee. The right? the Heat. Yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, they did. They did. They got swept. Um, part of that is the same reason that the Lakers didn't perform well in the postseason was because they had. They were the only two teams with the shortest amount of break time yeah. in between. They two months, two two ish months. I agree. Between the end of last season, between the end of the bubble season and to last, right? So I think I that agree. the Heat, even if they're the seventh seed, right? Because like now, because now that the playoff has expanded, like it's kind of like and the I East, and East is way better than it has been in years past. Yes, like it's the East is getting way better. So, like, I think the Heat are going to be a much more competitive team than they were last season just because now they have, like, way more time on their hands to, like, actually get themselves back, like, in regular shape, not, like, still kind of worn out from losing in the final shape, if that makes right. sense. Right. Well, you know, so them being eliminated early, they were able to have more time to recover. So, yeah. Um, and the Bulls I, got a full upgrade, though. So they're in okay. too, I think. So, yeah. Um, I have actually have Miami outside of the uh, playing tournament. Um, I have New York. I have New York as the seventh seed. Uh, no. the, the Atlantic is a tough division. Like literally, the difference between being the fifth, uh, being the fourth seed, and being the seventh seed is like this thin. So. You know, and, and, and that speaks to the competitiveness of the Eastern Conference. All right. I'm going on a complete wild card for my eighth <laughs> This team will be eliminated in four games when they make the main bracket. I got Charlotte. I knew you were going to say I knew you were going to say that. that's Hornet bias right there. I knew you were going to say that. But Why? I don't know. It's, it's just, you know, they, they, they had a good draft and they finally got rid of, okay, not not like a great draft, but I mean, from from their point of view, but they got, they, they got rid of like their massive contracts. They were bogging them down. They finally got rid of them. So now they're able to pay people. Uh, let me, let me pull up their, um, yeah, LaMelo and Lamelo and Kelly Oubre and Gordon Hayward are really, really gonna take your team hey, to the playoffs. Listen, hey, no, you know what? You know hey, what? Hold on. Like I said, they'll lose this. They'll, they'll lose the. Um, um, no, 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 they'll be like in the nine ten matchup. So they're gonna shock someone. Or they're they're gonna be like the tenth seed. They're gonna shock the nine seed team, and then they're gonna shock uh, whoever New York beats. It's gonna be a shocker. And then they're going to play Brooklyn and probably get slaughtered. Like, I'm not saying they're going to make a run to the NBA Finals. 
I'm saying they're going to they're going to luck into two wins to get into the main bracket and then get swept. Um, Charlotte, let me let me pull up there. Um, like r- right now, they have. I mean, they're they're barely under the uh, cap. So, but I mean, yeah, you got Gordon Haywood, uh, Terry Rozier. I mean, Lamelo Ball was injured. Like they were they were hot, and then Lamelo got injured, and then they went down. So they they were at one point the three seed in the tournament, and then ha- and then fell to the playing tournament. I think I think it's going to be the other way around. They're going to play their way into the tournament. It's it's just something something tells me that this might be the start of something, but I'm not. Well, I would also not be surprised if they don't even make the tournament. But I, I, I wanted to say a wild card, so that's my wild card. I'm I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say really fast. I think y'all need a big time center mm-hmm. to 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 really round out your team, mm-hmm. and, and you can find one of those. Uh, you know, just just trade for like Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins on your team might 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 push you over the edge. I know he's not good anymore. So maybe you need that sort of intensity. Now, right right now, the one thing that is hindering us as far as cap is we still have about nine million dollars in dead cap uh, money from the uh, Batum contract, but. Batum? Oh, uh, Batum. Uh, uh, Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum. 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 Well, guess what? Yeah. He's He was given a shitty-ass contract, so he's Batum. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. Okay, national master. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, Western Conference. Um, I have... The Clippers is the seventh seed, and I got Portland as the eighth seed. Yes. Clippers are the seventh okay, seed. Okay. Yes. Listen, Paul George isn't like that. I think Kawhi's like that. I don't here, think Paul George here, is like here's, that. Here's here, here's the reason why uh, why I say that because I'm envisioning a first round matchup: Clippers and Lakers. Battle for LA. Honestly, I just now realized that you know, based on what what I had written down. But no, I, I think um, the Clippers. I don't know. I, I don't trust them. I mean, they have good days. They have bad days. Um, Portland. I, I think one of the uh, things that really helped Portland was Carmelo um, off the bench. But now that they lost them, who do they have to fill that spot? Um, honestly, I, I see, I do see New Orleans and Memphis as the other two teams in, but I, 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 I don't see them going over to home yet, yet. So, Ryan, what about you? Uh, seven, I have the Blazers, um, Outside of Dame, it's CJ, but like, but like, Dame and CJ alone clearly over the years have not proven that they're 
the same as like Stephen Clay. Right. So it's like, and even like you can make the argument that Dame is like. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that Dame is on the same level as Steph Curry because like that's not true, but like he's definitely like you've you have three guys in the league. Braun, Katie, and Steph are on their own their own section of the hierarchy of the NBA. Then you have then you have like Giannis, Giannis Harden, and the Dame is in that category of like the other or like the other seven like guys who make up the top ten, right? Okay. Uh, Dame, Dame just Dame needs to go somewhere else. Portland, it's it's time time in Portland is over, and it's just because they're not they're not going to get him anything. He will at least get a game winning shot. (laughs) He, that's the only. only By the end of the season, he'll go down as the by the or by the end of the next like most definitely by his career, he'll he will become the greatest clutch player of all time fact so yes uh do we do we now just stall for time while bennett has a conversation with the voices in his head sorry uh oh who um, who, who, uh, who won the fight ask you something <clears throat> matt still won but oh. uh still the winner but um okay i'm gonna give my predictions i'm All gonna right. do that um so I think, well, to first answer what Ryan was saying, I think Dame is on the same level as Clay. I don't think Dame's on the same level as Curry, personally. But um, no, I think like Dame, Clay's great. Dame's above Clay. I Not think slightly lot, above, but same Clay. level, same level. But I think the Warriors are again these guys that are making the playoffs. I haven't written out the full thing yet, but Warriors are my seventh seed. Likelihood to make the playoffs. And then, of course, the Mavericks are the eighth seed for me, which they will probably make the playoffs anyway. But still, nice. that's just you know, yeah. for a seventh and eighth, definitely. Okay, all right. So now we've figured out who the division champions are. We figured out who's getting the last two seeds. So, in the interest of. fairness or whatever um this is how we're going to do it um bennett who who wins the east who do they beat who wins the west who do they beat and who's the nba champion all right i think i'm gonna get a, a ton of flack for this too I think the Bucks play. Hang on. I think the Bucks play the Hawks to see who goes to the finals. Okay. And I think, I think, way too early. I think the Hawks make the finals in seven games against the Bucks. Okay. Because of something happening to Giannis or or Middleton, but I I can't see anything else. I mean, I can see. Um, you know, maybe the Nets or, or Boston or one of those teams, but I'm going to go. And then on the West, I have the Suns beating the Lakers for the finals and going to the finals. 
And I have the Suns beating the Hawks in the seven for the finals. I think Chris Paul gets crowned as one of the most underrated, underappreciated players in NBA history. I think Devin Booker hits a massive three over Trey Young and then bows in Atlanta. Um, because Atlanta will be the higher seed going into this. I think Atlanta gets to feel the book. Uh, I, I have I have the Suns beating the Hawks in seven. Does if if that happens, does Chris Paul retire as champion? I think he comes back for one more year, see if they can run it back. But running it back if the contract's too big. <laughs> All right. Hey. Hey. Okay. You know what? I can see that. Ryan, you had to look like you disagree. Nets Sixers. Nets Sixers. Eastern Conference Finals and the Nets come out. Suns Lakers Western Conference Final and the Lakers come out. And we get the finals that people were anticipating last year. Lakers Nets, right? I think I think that I because I, I think that there was too much going on with the Nets and Lakers respectively last season for them to really like kind of pull it together by the time playoffs came. But now they have a full season to themselves to kind of like really figure out like what they are as a team. And I think that they're gonna, I think that both of those teams come out of their respective conferences. Okay. I think Kevin Durant wins the M- Kevin Durant wins MVP. Uh, Lakers are a top defensive team again, like they have been the last like three ish seasons since LeBron's been there. Harden is top three, finishing in the scoring title race. AD probably doesn't stay 100% healthy, but Dwight Dwight flourishes. Flourishes. Um, Cam Thomas wins Rookie of the Year from the Brooklyn Nets. Who? Cam Thomas. Okay. What are you smoking? <laughs> Cam, Cam Thomas. Look at him. Look at the, Who? Watch the kid play, dude. Look, go, go look at the kid play in preseason. Cam Thomas. I'd rather watch Cade Cunningham play because he has a better chance than Cam Thomas. But he's also probably going to be watching. It's a popularity that. contest. He huh? had a point. He had a point. It's a yeah. popularity contest unless someone basically says, yeah, it's my award. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like John Morant did. Because, again, Zion was going to Zion's to lose and Kyle went, ah, hold my beer. So who, who, uh, who uh, wins? Listen, if we wanted to watch... Yeah, who wins? Nets and seven. Nets and seven. Russ, okay. Russ does it. Russ can't entirely work. And even though Bron's averaging twenty-eight mate on the season, uh, Nets and seven. Okay. So should um, we have an all? Should, so in this situation, should we have an all-star game or should we just wait for the finals? Because this is basically the KD LeBron all-star game for seventeen times. Basically. By you. you know what? what well, I, I'm interested in what you have. Uh, so, uh, all right. Georgia Tech in seven. Over who? Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, obviously, over the Razorbacks. If I'm going, if I'm going to pick an ACC team, it's going to be Duke. I'm sorry. So, but unfortunately. Okay. If if the one thing I've learned about Duke players going to the NBA is <laughs> I'm huge fans of vaccines. Hmm. No, just Kyrie Irving. <laughs> just so, Kyrie. Anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, and then there's what's his name, Wiggins. 
Oh, uh, um, Bradley Bradley Beal, but I mean Washington hasn't made a uh, uh, man. Uh, the city of DC hasn't made a mandate yet, so he's he's basically like, oh, I don't have to get it. And anyway, anyway, we we're we're done with that conversation, that can of worms, because it's going to come back up. Um, in the east. I I have to agree with Bennett. I think Atlanta and Milwaukee are going to be in the finals. Milwaukee will have home court advantage. Atlanta will win game seven. And um, Trey Young will bow in Milwaukee as they go to the finals. The Western Conference, I have Phoenix going. Actually, I, I I think I agree with Ben. I have Phoenix going to the finals. I have them beating Denver. I think, like I said, Utah will have a better record in the regular season. But I think Denver will go further. So it'll be Phoenix and Denver, six game series. Denver, um, Phoenix wins it at um, in Denver. And then, as much as I want to do it, I want to give him that title. Trey Young takes another bow. <laughs> Daddy, as, I would watch every single second as, of those. As he hits a three-pointer over Chris Paul. He takes oh, him out. Come on, let's not do the Dame time. Let's not do that Dame time thing that we did during the playoff thing last year. Well, <laughs> Talk about posters. Man, I'd hang that I'd hang that on my wall I know. the second but, it happened. But he he'll hit it, he'll take the bow, and then you know, and, and, and you know what Chris Paul will do? He'll go. <laughs> He'll just go. Damn. And Atlanta, it, Atlanta wins the NBA title. Brooklyn? I'd like. I'd love to see that. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Brooklyn will win the win the first round. I have them. I have them as the one seed. They'll beat Charlotte in the first round. They'll get swept in the Eastern Conference semis. The Milwaukee or the Hawks? Um, I don't see I don't see the Hawks beating the the Nets. The Hawks. I, I think the, if anyone's gonna the beat the Nets, it's gonna be no. if any team beats the Nets, it's the, it's the Sixers or the Bucks. I got. I, I think. I, the, I think I, Milwaukee. I say, I say the Hawks will do it. Okay. All right. I've, we got a believer in the Hawks over here. Yeah, really. So. Now. Who did you pick to win the finals last year? Uh. Shit, now I'll have to look that up. I, I, because it actually, was, uh, you, you had Utah, you had Utah winning. 
I think I, no, no. I think it was Phoenix. No, I had Phoenix. You had Utah. Because I was the one. Because Utah was the one. Phoenix was the two. Now, now I'm gonna have to. And it was Phoenix, Utah in in the semifinals to go to the finals. You had Utah versus like the Bucks, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, we're, we're 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 gonna figure this out. I'll have to listen to the episode again. If I can. Alright, I have let's see. We'll, we'll do disc device. Maybe no. Uh so I have no idea. I'll have to listen to it. Uh but I, I, I think I I'm, I might have had Phoenix. I don't know. I can't remember. Other Phoenix Utah is one of those, but it's we're probably gonna be wrong. You probably. guys are probably be wrong, yeah. Now watch it be the Rockets versus the Pistons for the final. <laughs> Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham do that the rookie season. Okay, let me let me. Let but me yeah, Cam Thomas still wins rookie of the year. Status. Okay, so I. But Cam, but Cam Thomas rookie of the year. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to ask this um, one question. I just want, well, actually, I, I think it's like a two part question, but I just want a yes or no answer. Does Kyrie Irving play at all this season? No, that's why Cam Thomas wins Rookie of the Year because now they need now they need a guard. They, now they need somebody else who can score, and Cam Thomas is going to come off the bench and light. I I agree that he does not play this year. If he plays this year, is it in Brooklyn? No, if he plays this year, I think he's going to play for a different team that doesn't have as big of a COVID restriction. But at the same time. It, he will not get traded until right before the deadline, and it will not be a good trade for the Nets. I think the Nets are probably going to get screwed out of something. And I think Kyrie will probably end up not even playing much at all, even if he does get traded. Okay. I think it depends on how early he gets the vaccine. Like, if he if he were to get it, if he would get it within the month, he'll play for Brooklyn. He, you know what I mean? If, if, if he gets the uh, uh, first shot, I think you have to be fully vaccinated in New York and L.A. to be able to be in um, Staples Center or um, yeah. the uh, Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden. So the earliest would be if he got it on November 1st, the early, you know, he could probably be ready by Christmas to be eligible to be in those buildings. So. You know, he can still play for the Nets. He can still play for the Nets. He'll just be on a random court, you know, outside, you know, by himself when no one else is there. Right. Or, or as we, or as we like to call that now, Houston. No. Um, yes. Send him to Houston for John Wall. That would be great. Honestly. Oh. Houston. Kyrie for John Wall. Oh God. Kyrie for John Wall and maybe a first round pick from Kyrie. Houston to Kyrie would get a parade because he didn't. Take the vaccine in Texas. Houston. Yeah, and he would still not. He'd become the Messiah. He'd probably tell Houston, "Hey guys, I'm not going to leave y'all. Trust me, I'm going to re-sign my contract, stay in Houston." Yeah. And after COVID's not a thing, he's just going to sign back up with LA Lakers or something. Yep. All right. One one more question, and then we're we're going to go into. we're going to end the episode. 
Um, Ryan, thank you for being here. Loved having you on here. Of course. Bennett, as always. Um, Should the NBA follow the WNBA's lead? Obviously, there's a difference in the number of teams. But should they follow the WNBA lead, WNBA's lead and change their playoffs to the top 16 teams regardless of of conference, yes. Of conference. Now, here's here's the here's the reason why I say this. I I started thinking about this. Is the NHL last year when they had to redo their divisions? You were guaranteed to get a Canadian team in the in the in the uh, semifinals, and you got one in the finals that almost won. Tampa Bay was just better. So, but traditionally they're in the same conference, so they wouldn't be eligible to play. the The uh, furthest they could play is the Eastern Conference Finals. So I loved that was awesome. I would love. I honestly. I understand the, the purest part of it, but I think it would be fun. I mean, LA uh, Lakers, Golden State in as, as the finals, or Milwaukee and Philadelphia, or or if you want the earth to, to basically blow up, Boston versus New York for the NBA title. The world it, would yeah. blow up. Yes. So. Yes. You 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 uh, you think they should, or or, or at least experiment with it, one year. Yeah, I think college football should do the same thing. I think college football should have a much broader uh, playoff too. But, I agree, but then yeah, it- I think I think yeah. I think we shouldn't have it as the top sixteen teams in the whole league. I think, here, hear me out, hear me out. I think we should get rid of the divisions. I think it should be the top eight from them and the top eight from them go off. Because that way, imagine you're, um, imagine if the, hang on, imagine if the Hornets were having to play the Warriors in the playoffs. They'd have to fly to California, fly all the way back, fly back and forth for the entire playoff trip every, every day. And so what's the point of, of those red-eye flights instead of having the teams in the West play, the teams in the East play best for those go, but you get rid of the conferences so that way, you know, you don't have someone undeserving like the number one Pistons or something like that making the playoffs. Okay. That's just what I'm saying. All right. Well, I'll, I'll sit here and say if this was in the 1980s, travel would be definitely more of an issue than it is now. So, yeah, but that's basically how they do it now is you have the top eight teams well, with the playoff well, with the playing tournament. You know, the NBA did the is the only league to do the smart thing is you have a situation where, OK, yeah, you won a division title. Great. That doesn't guarantee you a top three seed anymore it doesn't even guarantee that you'll have home home court advantage it guarantees that you're in the playoffs that's it so they i think the nfl needs to do that too 
they they need to go. Okay, you want you want a division with a seven uh, with a six and ten record? Okay, great. You're the seven seed. You have to go on a road. You want to make the Super Bowl? Uh-huh. You, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, actually, Washington. Yeah, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are good this year, dude. Don't do that. The Cowboys are good this year. Are, I hate to as a Washington. Fan. <laughs> I hate to admit it. The Cowboys. So, well, I, I think we are going to end this episode. Um, I we have some stuff in the works for next week. Um, definitely stay tuned to the Instagram page for it. Uh, I'm in talks of getting someone on here as a potential first-time guest, but I don't want—I don't want to spill the beans yet because it's so much fun. So, once again, Bennett, Brian, thank you guys for being here. Just uh, let's see how horrible we do. <laughs> we definitely will be revisiting this again in April with the uh, NBA playoffs. We'll see what happens. But until next week, this has been the Blind Tad Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Nashon. And y'all have a great rest of your day. Bye.